Welcome to Beyond the Press Club, a uh, conversation that we're going to start doing um, kind of, you know, before or after live from the Denver Press Club show. And uh, we're going to start this with a guy who is like a salt of the earth guy. I, I've known him now uh, for five years, uh, incredible, gifted man in everything he does, piano, improv, art, um, nature, nurturer. Um, I can't think of any other person to describe. If you looked up the word salt of the earth <laughs> in the dictionary, you probably see this guy's face. Well, I can't imagine that you wouldn't. <laughs> um, he is he is a lover of life, a lover of music, and a lover of, of, of artists. He just is, is so giving to artists from around the world and locally. And he has given a lot of his time, a lot of his uh, money, <laughs> and a lot of his efforts into transitional theater uh, here in Denver, Colorado. Transitionaltheater.com is how to find it. He has, um, the big program will be October 11th in a few weeks, but also know that you, it, it's an, it's an ongoing thing. Um, he is a, a staple in what we call the blue light district over there on Colfax here in Denver, Colorado, and, and just a wonderful, wonderful guy. And we're so lucky to have him as a part of the mm. Denver Metro area family. Mm. And of course, having him here at the historical press club tonight, mm. I am Rob Scoggins, your host of uh, after the conversation and we are going to start here with maxwell vision how are you well bob i'm really well and thank you very much for that introduction and all you said is uh i could back it up and i do recall meeting you when i first moved to denver yeah. as you know i came from the west coast mm -hmm. and i came from the east coast so uh, you know, <laughs> east coast meets west. well like the press club we all meet here <laughs> and it's really is uh i'm very flattered to be sitting here in the press club this yeah. is beyond anything i could have imagined uh you sharing the history of it. Yeah, we're not even done with the tour. We well, just started it. Yeah, and I'm coming into it from such a, a completely avant-garde angle with transition theater. Sure. Um, and as you said, yeah, it's a, it's something I've developed here in Denver. I, I think it's why I came to Denver, is to start this avant-garde theater uh, and keep it very spiritual and bring people something very meaningful, you know, when they go out for entertainment, something that might encourage them to uh, uh, be more kind to one another and actually be um, assist one another, you know, bond together in some way. You are kind of like a yogi of theater. I mean, you're so giving. I've been to several mm. of your programs. They're all so unique and so interesting and so fascinating. And some people, some people have left going, "What did I just see?" <laughs> but they remember it, and it's yeah. and it and it's good, and it's clean, and it's fun, and it's not hurting anyone. I don't. Right. I don't think any of your artists have, have ever yelled and screamed to hurt anybody they yell and scream no. to tell stories well the one thing i'm very conscious of there's a lot of turmoil and stress in this world we're you know we're we're overwhelmed with it so uh, i want everyone involved with transition theater to be very conscious of that and just offer beauty beauty and peace to the world so if you come to a performance uh at least for a while you're going to be transported into something that's going to be easy and feel good and Explain what transition theater is. I mean, I, yeah. you've, you've been experimenting with it for, mm -hmm. for quite some time, but now you've kind of put a, uh, an idea into a place. Into a... Well, you know, uh, it goes back to the very first performance we did, and you were there it, before we were called transition theater. It was for, for an art opening, uh, yeah. an exhibit of my work, and I got together Mila Popovich, mm -hmm. Saklali, both very well-known and respected Denver dancers, and I asked them to just come out and do something beautiful, and the response from that was so overwhelming. Everyone asked, well, are you going to do that again? And I thought, I think we have something here. 
So transition, uh, the word came from, uh, I look at the word transition as being uh, like, like using a bridge as a metaphor. We get on the bridge and we don't always make it across the bridge. The bridge is the transition. A lot of us in our goals and our whatever we're trying to achieve, we might make it halfway up that bridge and then maybe weaken out and go back to our lives the way it might, might have already been. Uh, and so I thought, you know, the transition is, is getting on that path and actually making it, going through it, going through the hardships. And knowing a lot of people in the past few years who have, in my generation, very talented people have gone through troubled times and many of them suicidal and did not make the transition. I thought, I want to start a theater in honor of these people who have suffered through life. And these were beautiful people. Do you live your life or do your friends live your life in five years or 10 years? Because, you know, there's old mm. questions, you know, every five years, what are you going to do? Every 10 years, right. what are you going to do? I mean, at a certain age, you know, when you're yeah. 70 years old, what are you going to do? And what are you going to be in 10 years? Well, uh, hopefully you know, still alive. I've dissolved Because you're, you're young. I mean, you're not. Well, you're I'm not, young for my age, but yeah. I've dissolved that concept of yeah. reaching out. Because when you do that, you create these illusions that could disappoint you. Or, you know, you have expectations that it, things should be like this. And if they're not, the disappointment could... Um, cause depression. And when, when we get into depression, we're not very uh, motivated to do anything. So no, I stay really present. Um, someone asked me the other day, what's your goal with Transition Theater? And I said, I'm in it for the ride. I see it as you're giving artists who are aging, mm -hmm. who don't have a platform, because, you know, dancing art and, mm -hmm. and, and living art is, is usually a young person's sport. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for dancers to age. It's hard for mm -hmm. singers to age. Mm -hmm. It's hard for artists to age True. because they become mm -hmm. become stale. Mm -hmm. You're giving a platform yes. to aging artists, and I don't mean aging as in you know yeah. getting old. I mean, not, yeah, these not are vibrant. These are vibrant, good people. Yeah, and, and maybe their prime is still ahead of yeah. them. But what they offer is a maturity. Yeah, and that's what I really resonate with. They they some of them are parents. Um, but they offer, um, they, they accept the responsibility to do something worthwhile. And when they're on stage, they accept that responsibility. So, uh, you know, the youth, I really support the youth. The youth has enough platforms to they do, do their things. So I'm kind of sticking my neck out looking for people who are now kind of transitioning from one period of their life, maybe now towards something more meaningful. There's so many people, and especially in our culture in America, mm -hmm. and, and you may agree or disagree, either, either way you want to do it, uh, or how, how you see it, because I'd love to know your, your mm -hmm. thoughts. In our society, we get bored very easily, mm -hmm. because everything is given to us so right away. Right. I mean, I can find out how much my neighbor bought their car for. <laughs> now, do I want to know that? No, but I can find it out. Yeah. I can find out when someone's birthday is, who I just met. Mm -hmm. Why? Because there's Facebook. Uh, we are an open book society mm -hmm. now. We used to be a closed book society. Mm -hmm. and it used to take time to get to know each other. Sure. Now I can get to know you in three minutes mm -hmm. and be done. Okay, well, I'm done. Yeah. With your transition theater, you're showing people that there's more to life than just Facebook. There's more to mm -hmm. life than just a video on YouTube. That's right. Uh, I mean, YouTube's only 10 years old. Wow. And we can't live without it. Mm -hmm. um, with your artists... Mm -hmm. It's beautiful work. I mean, you've done some really neat, thank you, fun stuff that no yeah. beauty. Every time I come to a transitional mm. theater or your art mm. program or something that you're doing, I am I come because I don't know what I'm going to get, mm -hmm. and I love it. Wow. I mean, I've come to some stuff where you you were playing improv on the piano, mm. and this guy from another culture, another country, oh, yeah, right. came out and danced for yeah. us, and we're like, wow. You know, where, where would that happen? Right. <laughs> you well, know, it was well, great. What you're saying about, it was wonderful. 
Um, I mean, you know, hell, you can buy a drone and sure. you know peruse over there. the neighborhood sure, and check not? out everybody. Yeah, we are um, ADD. You know, did was there ADD back in the day when the press club was built? I I don't know. ADD is chemicals from the food we eat, but also we're so overwhelmed with imagery and and mm -hmm. everyone has no patience. And um, when I do transition theater and when I compose music now, I I'm really deliberately making an effort to stretch time. It's a very conscious effort. I want to stretch time. Um, and also we're, we're pulling out the past. We're pulling out ancient things that, that go way back. I'm talking, you know, um, spiritual practices that we might learn through studying the Dalai Lama or the Buddha or, or you just fill in the blanks. So we're going into those areas for influence and we're bringing them into the present. But then at the same time, we're slowing down time so the audience is absorbing something that is like, wow, it may appear to be entertainment, but the truth is there's something behind it. And I hope to encourage people to perhaps go home and research the past and find out that we have gotten off the track and we need to slow it down. I'm not the only one doing this. No, but you're the only one doing it uniquely because you brought you brought different cultures together. I mean, yeah. You brought people who would probably never meet uh, in the same room at well, the I same time. I find Denver is extremely supportive for this. I, I, it must be the right time. In Los Angeles, I would I would blend in with a lot of people doing similar things because there's so much diversity there in, in all the cultures. But here in Denver, um, uh, people are coming to me to be involved because they want to be involved with something meaningful and very talented people. Let me take you back a little ways uh, and find out who Maxwell Vision is. Mm. When you were younger, mm -hmm. what type of kid were you? I was a surfer. No. I grew up on the beach. Really? Yeah. I uh, pursued surfing and at the same time I was drumming. Okay. So through high school I was uh, balancing uh, two directions to go as a career, as a surfer or as a musician. Um, and what type of, what part of California? Southern Cal. Okay. Beautiful Southern California. Mm -hmm. um, I chose the music because at a very young age, I was working with older musicians and started making a living. And uh, out, outside of school, I was already on my way of being professional. So I never really paid the dues as people talk. I, I, I just got really blessed and started working with great people at a very young age. And to speed things up, after a couple of decades of touring the world as a rock and roll drummer, uh, any notable bands we should oh, know so about? so many, but I like yeah. to stay very present right okay. now. I know the press loves to talk about the past. We do. Um, but I came to Denver. When I came to Denver, the truth is I came to Denver for a project, a musical project. And how long ago was this? That was, uh, when I got here, it was about four and a half years ago. Yeah. That's when we met. Yeah. Um, I came for this project, and uh, we were touring out of Denver. We were using the international airport kind of as our, you know, it was close to our, it was our base, Denver. But last year I had an epiphany. Okay. And I really decided to step out of the rock and roll realm and uh, take all that experience that I had and all the influence from meeting thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people, and bring something back that was a little different. I know that the world is hungry. Yeah. You know, and... There's a lot of spiritual movements happening, but in the rock and roll realm, uh, the public is getting the same thing over and over and over again. So I, I thought I'm going to take a chance and 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 get out of the yoga studios and get on the rock and roll stage. Nice. Did you when when you were banging the drum? Did you know that this was a gift that was going to take you so far? The drums? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was effortless. I was um, always practicing. I was very disciplined. Um, later in life, drumming became a form of meditation. Okay. So I started getting into trance drumming. And I would work as a rock and roll musician um, to make a living. 
But when I practiced on my own, I was really pursuing the trance. I was feeling myself go into the trance, which is very tribal. We know the drum yeah. is ancient. Men have been uh, trancing to a drum for thousands of years. And um, I started doing performances in Los Angeles with just drums uh, and taking people into trances. And then I started incorporating the multidimensional, you know, the video aspect sure. and then the dance and the color. And back home, I did it under the name Magic Box. Mm -hmm. I didn't do very many performances because I was very busy. So when I came to Denver, uh, Magic Box had been on hold for a while, and there was a lot of uh, support for it. And I thought I'll do it again, but this time it will be uh, we'll broaden it, and I'll call it something different. And then of course the name came up through just thinking of where we are in life now. I have been to your your home. Mm -hmm. um, you've had some some pretty um, awesome, unique gatherings i will call them that's because of people like you at, at your place and and you have a very open place it's mm. very open you know how most people crowd their yeah. homes with furniture and things yours is very open and you always sometimes somehow some way in the night with drumming <laughs> uh you have drums all around and mm. you're not afraid of letting people you know play mm. them at a certain time I mean, at a certain time there's a certain time and a place yeah but um you do have drums all around and it's it is spiritual and it's mm. fun and you never know uh, what's going to come out of these people. This is true, and, and a lot of the drummers that I know are musicians actually show up very late. But bongos? Uh, Bongo you know, guys. all kinds of drums. <laughs> you know, you're starting to wrap things up and sweep the floor, and all of a sudden... You, <laughs> Somebody starts banging a drum. Here they come. Here comes the Nighthawks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I started that community garden around the corner, right. and we do drum circles around the fire, and, uh, you know, we don't have a permit to have a fire, and I let it rage, but no one's ever stopped us. Yeah, it, it's an amazing little... And I don't, I don't know how open you want to be about this, about your community garden, but mm. you are you are a man of the earth. You're a man mm. of the uh, of 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 the dirt, if if that's okay to call it. Um, you are very giving with your mm. vegetables. You you always <laughs> say, "Hey, we're we're overwhelmed. Come yeah. get them." Um, your grilled squash is is bar none. <laughs> I mean, just throw it on there, put whatever oil you do, and right. and you're like, yeah. it was so good. And I'm not a squash guy, but that that really <laughs> kind of hit me hit me pretty hard there. It's a wonderful environment there at mm. your at your open garden. Yeah. Um, never know who's going to come. Right. You never know who might show up. Yeah. But um, are you ever afraid that someone might interrupt this wonderful communion that you mm. that you provide every week? And well, you talked about you know do do I make plans for the do yeah people like me make plans for the future? Yes. Um, there's so many unexpected things that can happen in one's life. Yeah. You know, some people call them accidents. So would I you know do I get upset if something was to happen in the garden? Not really. Um, I accept that anything could happen to the garden. Sure. Uh, I've been really surprised that nothing has happened to the garden. In other words, no one has kicked down the fence and gone in and no. molested the vegetables. Um, I've never found someone sleeping in the garden, although I probably would be all right with that. Um, but one thing has happened that I knew would happen Is it okay eventually. to tell me where the garden is? Uh, we'll talk about it. Okay, that's, that's fine. Um, but what happened to the garden is something that was inevitable. The land has been sold. Wow. And so the garden is going to be torn down to build condominiums. Oh, and now everyone that's been involved is brokenhearted. Yeah, I am too. Uh, I uh, well, I, I got up and spoke and said this is a good lesson in practicing detachment. Yeah. We get attached to things. We expect them to be. When they not, we get disappointed. No, everything's going to change. It's so. like aging. It's like you know, baby, baby to eighteen. So much happens, <laughs> baby to eighteen. So quickly, right? So quickly. Oh, and that saying, "Beauty is wasted on the youth." Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, commenting man of of the salt, I'll, I'll agree with that in one way. I am the man of the sea. Hmm. That's where I came from. Okay, so the salt perhaps is sea salt. 
<laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. Do you fish? Do I fish? No. no, no. I enjoy eating fish occasionally. But, no, you don't. but do I spend time in the water? Yes. Yeah. Whenever I'm near it, I get in it. Do you... Um, so Maxwell Vision, the, the whole idea of transitional theater and... Tran- transition theater. Transition theater. Yeah. theater Thank you. Uh, dot com is to to help artists. Is anybody welcome? Are you Are you just... No, we um, you do do auditions. We do, and it's very yeah. select. These, first of all, um, they have to be coming from a, a what I consider a vibrational place. Meaning, what is your intent? What is your goal? What do you want out of this? And if you're coming here to be a star, and it's all ego based, you know, go to California, go to Los Angeles. Right. Um, I, I we look for very sincere people, you know, who want to be part of some contribution that is going to be better benefit others as well. So that's the first thing. And then of course, talent is crucial. Sure. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to slack on talent just because someone is wonderful to be with. No talent is important. So when I can get the two together, I do the, do the best I can to keep them involved. Now, how many acts do you have right now? Or how many people in the theater you have right now? Wow. There's, um, I like, I like to count the stagehands and the lighting sure. director and the audio too, all as part of, it. and we're, we're in on the average of about 40, you know, that's quite a bit. It's a big, it's a big, um, net, you know, to fill. Sure. It is. Know, everyone wants to get paid and, and get credit. So, you know, I see to it that they do. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's tough. It's, it's tough to manage yeah. that many bodies and that yeah. many people who are so creative. Especially doing uh, different on an upstart like, like we are. Sure. You know, I imagine the, the way things are going, maybe by the end of next year, or um, I'm I'm open. If it takes a little longer, no problem. We'll have our administration in place, and it will all start rolling real smoothly. Do you have sponsors? Do you have? They're coming forward. That's wonderful. Yeah. In fact, um, I had uh, I had to do my first censorship with a sponsor out of New York. It really surprised me. Um, I put together this particular program. I submitted to them, and they said, "No, it's a little too sexy. It's a little too, uh, you know, we we want children in the audience." And I thought, "No, this is okay for children, but for them, this particular sponsor." costume was a little too risque the act was a little too sexy mm. but it was very natural there was nothing sexy about it it was just the way they looked at it sure so it's like <laughs> i wanted to say to him what's on your mind yeah who are you what are you worried about here there's nothing so um i i got off the phone i was pacing i thought oh, i can't believe it i'm already you know dealing with this i'm moving into sponsorship and i'm asking to be a little censored and i paced and paced and that oh wait a minute i i feel very fortunate at least i'm in this position in such a short period of time to sure. at least have people, you know, start saying, look, we, we want to give, but you, we're going to have to tone down. And um, for now, we can tone down a little bit. But in the future, we're, I'm going to open it up because it's all in the name of art. Yeah, different show, different yeah. different avenue, yeah. uh, different market, different 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 um, audience. What do you hope to accomplish on October, October 11th? Uh, you know, it's really simple. Is uh, I really hope to capture it very well with four cameras high definition, and then edit that into um, a real nice short. Then the short will be given away so that the short can be viewed from people as far away as Japan and you know New York, everywhere that there's potential sponsors. Mm-hmm. So my goal for this is just to make a great promotional package to take the band, the group, the theater to the next level. Uh, it, you know, in, in some way, there are steps you know, towards the success, this sure. ladder. And so I'm being very careful on how each one is played out. And then taking advantage of it. Good for you. Um, but really, on, on a, that's on a business. Uh, that answer would, would be a, in the business realm. But uh, otherwise, I want people to be moved. If people cry, 
that I know are really touching them. Um, I want people to, to be in the theater. Um, uh, hopefully they won't even applaud. I, I would like them not to even applaud after the show, but to feel it and then resonate in the silence for a while. That's something in America and other places. People are so anxious to applaud mm-hmm. as if the artist, you know, because the ego of the artist taught the audience, I, I need you to tell me how great I was. I would l- really love the audience to start rethinking and after the experience, just sit there in their chair. Sure. Just be quiet for a while. They can applaud a little while. Um, but yeah, I hope to move people really and, and have them maybe seek more of a spiritual um, existence. How long is the program or is there no set time? No, it, there is. It's it's choreographed. Mm-hmm. It's an hour, but there's an intermission. So the whole, the whole thing takes about uh, 90 minutes. Sounds like a nice program. But intermission is pretty fun too because we continue the whole program into the lobby. So if you're taking a break into the lobby... There's a lot of cultural things going on in the lobby, from foods to art, um, uh, all kinds of neat things. So, that, you know, even just being in the lobby is something we're just hanging out at. How can people find it? Okay. Uh, how can people find you or find it? Or Yeah, you can go to transitiontheater.com, and I think from there you can at least learn about what's going on. And now it's it's a new website. It, this whole project's happening very fast, and I'm very grateful that you would have me on oh, the please, air, yeah. especially being at the press club. and. You know, around what's been going on here, I I feel really lucky to have slipped into here. But I take it as a omen that this is the way things are going to keep going. Yeah, it's going to keep going up. Yeah, um, you can go to transitiontheater.com, dot com, and then from there it will direct you. Our tickets are how much? How much do you think tickets are going to be? Um, I know how much they are. They're twenty five dollars. Okay. There's a VIP section. Very reasonable. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the VIP section, I'm not sure what that is, but they always, you know, we did, we actually debuted this program at the Cleo Parker. And Cleo Parker is a, uh, a institution here in Denver. Right. I chose Cleo Parker out of respect. She's been here for a long time. I wanted to bring her theater, um, this program, and we sold it out way in advance. And she was even surprised. And then we had long list of tickets. You know, people on hold for tickets. So um, tickets will sell. You know, sure. they always start slow, and as it gets closer to the date, then they start moving. Absolutely. Now, how can people find Maxwell Vision if they want to learn more about the man behind well, the, the theater? Through um, transitiontheater.com, you can find out about me a little bit, or you can simply go to maxwellvision.com. You know, uh, and, and there is a website there that hasn't been too updated, and I don't put a lot of uh, my past on it. You know, I really want to be recognized for what I'm doing today. You know, my past got me here. Uh, when I came to Denver, um, I was... Uh, I was kind of a darling with the rock and roll press. They wanted to always grab a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I come from a family. And there's some successful, well-known people in it, and they always wanted to ask me about these things, you know, yeah. and talk about the the music I published. And I used to think, no, no, no. I'm in Denver. Is this you want to move new? forward? I want to move forward exactly, yeah. and, and I want to be an example of not holding on to one's past, but moving forward because that's evolution. Evolution. If we dwell on our past, then you know they say musicians never retire. They just mm-hmm. stop playing music. Well, yeah. perhaps, you know, perhaps the musician could be lumped in with the creative, sure. whether you're a, a wordsmith or a visual artist or what. You know, the creative never stops. I can't thank you enough for being here. Thank Are you, you ready for Rob's Fast Five questions? Well, if I don't have to answer them too rapidly. You don't. They're, <laughs> they're, they're going to be, they're, they're harmless. Okay. Um, when, when you were touring as mm-hmm. a drummer, what were some of the, or what was the place that you felt most 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 comfortable playing? Hmm. It could be a venue, it could be a town, really like, it could uh, be a... You know, as a city, uh, as a country, I love Japan a lot. But I really like Amsterdam, too, you know. 
Just the people the, or the, 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 well, the, the, the way they love music? Or? Well, the Milk Bay, for example, in the heart of Amsterdam has such an amazing history. And when you walk onto that stage, you just kind of feel like, God, I'm in, I'm in the middle of this old world, you know, that is so removed from the consciousness of America. And, and I remember that in Salzburg, you know, Austria, Vienna, those parts of, of the world I liked very much because they have a history of great artists, you know, centuries of great art, both music and visual and poet. So it's always nice to be there. But Japan, something about Japan, and that goes to the people. You know, they live on an island, you land on their island, and immediately they just greet you with incredible hospitality and gratitude for coming to their island. So I've always liked going to Japan. What's your drum set? What's the, do you have a name for your well, drums? Well, I've or? been sponsored by different drum companies. So yeah, they've been different drums. It's all different types. Mm -hmm. okay. And I've, um, I've been able to mix and match them now that I'm independent. I don't have to be loyal to what <laughs> that name. And now I'd answer that if I was paid to answer that. I know that sounds silly, but... Mm -hmm. uh, in your garden, which mm. is becoming a non, unfortunately, going to be leaving you soon. Mm. Um, what's your favorite vegetable that comes uh -huh. out of there? What do you just love? You just look forward to. Yep. Wow, here it comes again. Um, see, I'm going to pause on that one because I like them all, mm -hmm. and they don't all come in at the same time. Kind of like people, right? Well, sure. Yeah. They're like people, they don't come in all the same time. Right. Different times, different periods, different right. parts of your life. So right now, you're my favorite person. But, you're in front of me. You know. <laughs> but vegetables are but vegetables, are seasonal, just like um, people. The garden produces such a variety of great foods. Uh, I do like the variety of squash. Okay, I can just say the the, the winter squashes. You yeah, know, when yeah. I cook an acorn yeah. squash that had been growing slowly for months, mm. and you and you and, and, and you know you light a fire in the house and you put it in the oven and it starts to warm up the uh, the house and you smell it and you go, man, that was growing in the garden. Yeah, that's my answer. Acorn What's your squash. big goal for Transition Theater? Mm. With the big picture mm. goal. What, yeah. I, mean, you, I know you want the world to see it, but I mean, really, I mean, uh, what else? Yeah, you know, I can answer that very clearly. Um, I want it to become legit. Mm -hmm. I want it to be recognized. Um, I'm developing it, it in the city of Denver. I want it to be recognized by the city of Denver. Um, I'd like to play in um, the reputable houses across America, you know, as a legit theater where sure. uh, uh, people will pay for the ticket because the tickets uh, are paying for the technology that it will take to create it. A transition theater event, uh, you know, there is, um, you know, there's the godhead of theater, and that's Cirque du Soleil. Sure, you know, so I, I'm not going anywhere near there because that's a, that's a long running, fantastic institution. Yeah, there's so many of them, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, and I'd like to why since I mentioned one, I'd like to mention Momex. Mm -hmm. Momex is a great inspiration to me. They're a fantastic American theater, and if transition theater could somehow just get in the umbrella under these types of names, then that's I'd be very satisfied. Who's your favorite drummer? Who do you like? <laughs> well, that changes just like my vegetable. Who did you who did you like growing up? I mean, who was your inspiration? Well, you know, we have jazz and we have rock. And mm -hmm. Later, I got into Indian classical music. So you see, my taste in drumming is very, very uh, broad. But I, I will answer that question with a curve. It was more of, um, I was very natural at drums, but it wasn't the drums I listened to. Mm. It was people like John Coltrane and mm. Ravi Shankar and Debussy. It was these kind of people I listened to. And um, their sense of mu musicality, their sense of color, really inspired the way I played the drums. Of course, I, I would play the groove, which a drummer does, but my mind was going in other places. So when I stepped out into like transition theater, uh, um, I, I can incorporate some of these influences. You know, we do use Indian musicians, we do use classical musicians and rock musicians. 
Maxwell Vision, you have so much life left in you and so much more to give to people and, and, and the and city of Denver. But what are you most proud of up to right now, sitting next to me? Wow, this will blow your mind, and uh, I hope I can uh, say this without anybody getting offended. But when I walked into the Hare Krishna Temple a year ago in Denver, in Denver, and I've known about the uh, Krishna consciousness and all that for a long time, when I walked into this temple in Denver, it blew my mind. And I, what I learned later is that the, the temple here in Denver is one of the most vibrant in America, you know, uh, maybe because it's in the center of the continent. Uh, so that, that's been a really an exciting thing. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but... Uh, but most proud of getting part of that. Yeah, sure, I'm really be, happy yeah. to be part of that. Part of that. Uh, sure. The brotherhood. And, 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 and growing it and helping others find it. Yes. Yeah. There you go. It. And it's sure. really influenced my work now. Uh, being in a, in a community like this where people are doing service for people outside, you know, uh, it's really made me straighten up my act and want to be more responsible as a human being. Maxwell Vision, I, I can't uh, wait to see what happens with Transition Theater. Thank you. And, and all the excitement uh, mm -hmm. that's going on. And we'll have you on again Thank when you. you go on your first national tour uh, <laughs> after you've done all your staging and, and, sure. and, and, all the, uh, and all the practices and all the rehearsals and everything that you have to do to get going. And, right. And I, I wish you absolutely the best. You are a dear friend Thank you, and brother. just a remarkable man. And I respect you very much, and thank mm. you so much, so much for being here. Oh, I'm very grateful. You got us here at the beginning, and uh, we'll we'll have fun looking back on this. We love getting people yeah. right at the beginning before they set sail, <laughs> let me tell you. I feel very blessed to have you as a friend. Thank you very much. This is a new segment of the program uh, called After the Conversation, and our first guest was Maxwell Vision, yeah. a local artist, a local talent, and just a wonderful, wonderful person who is starting Transition Theater. So check it out, transitiontheater.com. Um, October 11th here in Denver, Colorado. Get your tickets now because they're going to sell out. And don't rem and just remember, it's not just a one-day thing. It's going to keep going. So be a fan of it. I'm sure they'll have a place on Facebook and all this stuff. I'm Rob Scoggins. I'm your host of After the Conversation. Good night.